But in Romans 14, 17, it says, For the kingdom of God, we're part of the kingdom of God. It's not meat and drink. Now, meat and drink gives you natural strength. But these next three give you supernatural strength. But righteousness and peace and what? And joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's why I want to speak to you along those lines today. Joy in the Holy Ghost and how that laughter expresses joy. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the word of the Lord this morning. We thank you that utterance has been given and will be given even in this hour. We give you glory, Lord. May there be a spirit of rejoicing and a celebration here today of what you have worked in our lives. And we give you the glory for it now in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. We're going to start in Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 22. Proverbs 17, 22 says this, that a merry heart does good like a medicine. Now, a merry heart is the exact opposite of a sad heart. Amen? And we have the ability to keep our heart merry. It says here, a merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Now, from what I understand, dry bones are not good. If one thing you want for sure is something to be fat, you want your bones to be fat. Right? Now, the Amplified says this, A happy heart is good medicine, and a cheerful mind works healing. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Now, we don't have the Passion Translation, so I'm going to read this to you. Listen very carefully. A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. But the one whose heart has been crushed struggles with sickness and depression. We live in a world today where people are depressed, where they are so anxious and so stressed out that they have opened up the door for oppression and depression. And I'm not just talking about the world. I'm also talking about in the Christian world. There is so much despondency and hopeless, uh, hopelessness out there. But I believe the word of the Lord for us today is this. That he will turn our sorrow into joy. And releasing joy is a medicine that is prescribed by your heavenly father. The great physician has given us a prescription and it is the joy of the Lord himself and one way that the joy of the Lord is expressed through laughing. Amen. And so I think today some of you need to take your medication. And if you start rejoicing or if somebody starts jancing or rejoicing or laughing during the service and they look at you funny or strange, just say, hey, I'm on medication. I'm taking my meds. Amen. Lord, just start right now. Let's laugh for about five seconds. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Now, the neat thing about it is your body doesn't know whether you're faking it or whether it's real. And I've discovered this. If you'll start out in the natural, you'll end up in the spirit. 
It's like Crippler Dollar says, just fake it, bro, till you make it. Amen. Glory to God. They're even going to open up laughter small groups all over the place. Laughter clubs. Well, what are you doing today? Well, I'm going to the club. You're going to go exercise? Yeah. I'm going to go to my laughing club. Amen. And I'm going to, and did you know this? That laughter actually burns calories? We're going to show that to you in a minute. Now, I'm going to share with you some stats, and don't try to write it down, because next week I'm going to give you all of these little PowerPoints that I have. We didn't have time to put it together, because this message was put together last night. But listen to this, some of the physical benefits of laughter. It boosts our immunity. It lowers stress hormones. Ha, ha, ha. It decreases pain. It relaxes your muscles. Amen? I'm not talking about weekend with Bernie. I'm just talking about being able to relax in the Lord. Amen? And it prevents heart disease. Amen? Laughter, listen to this, boosts the immune system. Laughter decreases stress hormones and increases immune cells and infection-fighting antibodies, thus improving your resistance to disease. Come on, guys. Ten seconds. Glory. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Woo. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Amen. But not only that, it releases endorphins. In who? I said endorphins. It tr- literally triggers the release of endorphins, which is the body's natural painkillers. And it will assist in the natural healing processes. I mean, even medical science has tapped into this. They'll pull a group of people that have life-threatening diseases... And they'll pull them in a room and they'll just show them laughter movies, laughter shows. Amen. It's a good thing. It does good like a medicine. Hallelujah. I think we ought to laugh more. Laugh more in the church. Laugh more on the job. Hallelujah. Laughter's a good thing. It'll do you good. But the problem is folks just don't laugh enough. I mean, the spirit of this world has literally stolen the joy of our children. Oh, man, there's nothing like hearing children laugh. Nothing like it. Now, next week, we're going to be with all of our family. We're going to be down in Southern California. We've got three granddaughters, one ten and two four years old. James is coming out. Esther's coming out. John and Lindy will be there. Glory to God. You know what? That whole house is going to be full of laughter. I guarantee you there's going to be some laughter up in here. There's going to be some laughter in the house. There is nothing like a family that can laugh together. A family, a marriage that laughs together can stay together. Amen. And we need to be like that little child. Like that. You see, what happens sometimes is people get old and they get serious. What's up with that? Hey, you're closer to heaven than you've ever been before. No sense of living a bummed out, depressed, oppressed life. Hey, folks, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So a joyful heart, it's good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries the bones.
I don't think we're laughing enough. Children laugh between 150 to 200 times a day. But adults laugh maybe four. The older you get, the more joy you ought to have. Now look at Job chapter 8 verse 21. And we're going we're gonna to have some space at the end of this service. One thing I've learned after 40 years of full-time ministry is not to preach too short or to preach too long. Amen? Because we want to give space for you and I to stir up the gift of the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of us. We want to give some space to people that have yet to be filled with the Spirit so they can have hands laid upon them to be filled with the fullness of God. Amen? So let's get our joy bells going right now. Amen? And notice this scripture, Job 8, 21. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter. And he will fill your lips with shouting. Now notice this. Laughter and shouting can go together. It's a really good combination. Now lift your hands toward heaven and say, Heavenly Father, I'm asking you that you would anoint us with fresh oil. The oil of joy. Let there be a spirit of joy in this church. I'm asking you to fill my mouth. Fill my mouth with laughter. And my lips with shouting. And I believe that I receive right now in Jesus' name. So here we go. Ten seconds of laughter and ten seconds of shouting. Come on. Ha! <laughs> go ahead. Ha! Hey! <laughs> All right, let's do some shouting. Ten seconds. Glory. Hallelujah. <coughs> hey. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Amen. We really, folks, we have something to shout about. And we have someone to laugh at named the devil. Amen. Glory to God. Now, practice that in your home. It's awesome to do it corporately, but it's also good to do it individually. It's a good thing. Find something to laugh about. It is one of the greatest stress relievers that God has given to us. Again, listen to this. Another PowerPoint. Laughter relaxes the whole body. A good hearty laugh relieves physical tension and stress, leaving your muscles relaxed for up to 45 minutes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not all bummed out, not all stressed out, but just relaxed. Relaxed from the presence of the Lord. And listen to this one. A lot of the sickness in our world is simply because we don't have the laughter, the joy, and the peace that we should. Some people say that when the joy of the Lord is evident in their lives, 
and they're expressing that joy through laughter, they sleep better. Other studies say that they look younger. Now, ladies, listen to this one. Less wrinkles. Hey, hey. Glory to God. I said less wrinkles. Ladies, you ought to be laughing right now. Now, don't get rid of the cream. Don't get rid of the makeup. But let laughter be a concomitant. Let it accompany those other things. Come on, I'm just having a little fun. And then they say that when we express joy and laughter, we become more creative. And you'll get a handout of this next week. Listen to this one. Laughter triggers the right side of the brain, which helps release creativity and helps us to make better decisions. Well, somebody said, I haven't had a creative thought for 15 years. Well, you got to get caught up and do some laughing and rejoicing. Amen? We prophesy no one brain dead in this church. Amen? Creativity. Creativity will begin to flow as the joy of the Lord begins to rise up. Let joy arise and his enemies be scattered. Let joy arise and let bad decisions be scattered. Amen? You see, life is a series of decisions. All of us have made some bad ones. But I believe that this is a major key, not the only key, to making wise decisions is operating in the joy of the Lord and allowing us to express this through laughter. Someone said that 85% of the aging process is slowed down by the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord restores and rejuvenates what the pressures of life have taken away. Marriages last longer and stay stronger when they laugh. You know, I need to laugh. You need to laugh. There's so many things that come our way. There's so many things that would try to cause us to to have our head down. But the Bible says that He's the glory and the lifter up of our head. And you know, quite frankly, sometimes I'll put a comedy on. I'll put a movie on. And Brenda and I will sit in our living room and we will just laugh and laugh and laugh. And it doesn't have to be a dirty movie. It doesn't have to be dirty jokes. I mean, it could be something as simple as what about Bob? It could be, listen, the other night we watched Paul Blart Mall Cop Part 2. And we were just about rolling on the floor. Oh, a merry heart will do you good, folks. It'll do you good like a medicine. I love to listen to my wife laugh. I love the Edwards family down there in Pawnee, Oklahoma. That's a family that's full of joy, a family full of laughter. Allow your family to experience and to see the example of dad and mom operating in the joy of the Lord. Come on, let's practice. Let's lift up our hands and give God praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. (laughs) Woo, thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 I'm telling you, some endorphins are being released in this house today. Now, here's another one. 
the social benefits of laughter. It strengthens relationships. It attracts others to us. I mean, let's be honest about it. Nobody wants to be around a person that's constantly bummed out. Now, you, you minister to them. You love them. You lift them. Amen. But I'm talking about when you operate in the joy of the Lord, people are attracted to you. It attracts us to others. Not, not only that, I love this, it enhances teamwork. You cannot have joy and stress in the same boardroom. You cannot have joy and strife on the same team. You cannot have joy and strife on the job. They don't mix. It enhances teamwork. It helps diffuse conflict. And it promotes group bonding. Anybody ever had the opportunity to have a conflict? Listen, folks. Listen, there's just something that's irresistible about a man or woman who expresses the joy of the Lord. I mean, it's tangible. It's all over them. When you operate in the joy of the Lord, you can go into a situation and the enemy will absolutely be diffused right by the power of God. I'm exhorting you today to hang with people who laugh. You see, being critical is easy. Complaining is easy to do. There's problems everywhere. It doesn't take a college degree to identify a problem. There's problems everywhere. But it takes a supernatural, spirit-filled believer, filled with joy and peace and righteousness, amen, to begin to function and to operate in praise and in worship. Listen, Joyce Meyer said this. She says, if you praise, now if you, if you complain, you will remain. But if you praise, you will be raised. Who could use a little raisin today? Hallelujah. Now, a few months back, there was a young man from England here, and he ministered on a, an evening service. John Collier, he's going to be with us for a few nights in February in 2020. And uh, he is a very sensitive to his spirit. We took him to lunch that day and dropped him off at the hotel room. And he got a word from the Lord for Heart of the Bay Christian Center. It was a great word. And the word was this that a fresh wave of the Holy Spirit is coming to Heart of the Bay. Oh, hallelujah. A fresh wave of His presence is coming to this house. We're not living on yesterday's joy. We're not living on yesterday's blessing. Our best days are right ahead of us. Amen. A fresh wave. A fresh wave of the Holy Spirit. And I got to thinking about that yesterday. And it brought me over to Psalm 16 and verse 11. So turn there and we're going to look at it in the King James Version. Psalm 16, 11 says this. He will show us the path of life. In thy presence, a fresh wave of the Holy Spirit means a fresh wave of His presence. And when there's a fresh wave of the Spirit and a fresh wave of His presence, there is also fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. And at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Listen, folks, I am believing 
for a restoration of joy for your lives. I am believing for a restoration of the joy of the Lord in this church like we've never seen before. I believe in God. Amen. Say with me, let there be joy in the house of the Lord. Let there be joy in my house. What does this mean, Pastor Mark? That means fresh oil for you. That means the oil of joy. That means fresh joy. It also means new strength. Because the joy of the Lord, it's going to strengthen us. Hallelujah. I said it's going to strengthen us. I said it's going to strengthen us. Hallelujah. I don't know how many more laps we've got until the trumpet sounds, until Jesus comes back, but I know this for sure. There's a rushing mighty wind attending our way. There's a rushing mighty wind. There's fresh oil. There's a fresh wave. There's fresh joy for the people of God in this church. Amen. So stop letting the world weigh you down. Stop letting the media weigh you down. I get so tired of hearing the media. I get so tired of that. I just got to turn it off. And sometimes I'll just turn it off and stand up in my living room and shout, Glory to God! Jesus is Lord over America. Don't let anything weigh you down. Look at Proverbs 15, verses 13 and verse 15. Glory to God. (laughs) Hallelujah. (coughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Notice here. Proverbs 15, 13 says, A glad heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of heart the spirit is broken. Verse 15. All the days of the desponding and afflicted are made evil by anxious thoughts and forebodings. The word desponding there means people that are hopeless, afflicted, are made evil by anxious thoughts and forebodings. But he who has a glad heart. Now, a glad heart is the same as a merry heart. He who has a glad heart has a continual feast. Now, notice the rest of this, regardless of what? In other words, it doesn't matter what's going on around me. What matters what's happening on the inside of me. And I've chosen, chosen to be God inside minded and joy inside minded. And as long as I am God inside minded and joy inside minded, it doesn't matter what's going on on the outside around me because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Regardless of circumstances. It goes on to say in the in the uh, passion translation that a cheerful heart's put a smile on our face, but a broken heart leads to depression. Everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. Have you noticed that? But when you choose to be cheerful, there's the key right there. Put your hand over your heart and say, I choose on this Pentecost Sunday from this day forward, I choose to be cheerful. Notice this. When you choose to be cheerful, 
every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. Every day. Every day when you get up, you must choose life. Every day when you get up, you must choose health. Every day when you get up, you must choose strength. In my devotions, I put Deuteronomy 30, 19, where it says, choose you. Amen. Choose you. Choose you. And I said, this day I choose to be happy. I choose to be full of joy. I choose to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Make the right choice. Now listen to this. Mental health benefits of laughter. Mental health benefits. Adds joy and zeal. It adds zest to your life. It eases anxiety and tension. It relieves stress. It improves your mood. And it strengthens resilience. All I can say is ha ha ha. <laughs> no more down days for me. Come on, folks. Five seconds at least. Come on. Glory to God. <laughs> hey, glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Well, if I do that, what will the person next to me think? They ain't thinking nothing about you. Just laugh. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Now, in the Living Bible, it says, A happy face means a glad heart. A sad face means a breaking heart. When a man is gloomy, everything's to go, everything seems to go wrong. But when he is cheerful, everything seems right. And I prophesy over Heart of the Bay today that everything is going to be all right in your house. Everything is going to be all right in your mind. I prophesy over you that it is well with your soul. That your days of depression, your days of gloom, your days of doom, they're over with. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. I'm praying for you. I'm believing that your whole spirit, your whole soul, your whole body, your entire life will be kept intact until the trumpet sounds. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. It is well with your soul. It is well with your body. It is well with your finances. It is well with your children. It is well with your grandchildren. It is well with your money. It is well with your employment. It is well. It is well. It is well. Woo! Glory to God. It is well. 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 Now, when Pastor Tom and I are praying that way, you ought to say that way. It's one thing for you to receive prayer. It's another thing for you to get your believer rolling and your mouth moving and wake up in the morning and say, It is well with you, buddy. <coughs> it is. Woo. Glory. I'll drink to that. Ha, 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 ha. Alcohol 
and drugs cannot even begin to compare with this new wine. What was poured out on the day of Pentecost for you and for me, it cannot touch this. It cannot touch the greater one on the inside of you. Can't touch this. Man. not drunk with wine where it is excess but be filled with the spirit get intoxicated with the Holy Spirit get filled unto all the fullness of God with the Holy Ghost oh be filled in the name of Jesus be filled in the name of Jesus Woo. <laughs> ha 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 Glory to God. That's right. Oh, Pastor Mark, is that really necessary? Yes. It's very necessary. The ESV says, A glad heart makes a cheerful face, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is crushed. All the days of the afflicted are evil. But the cheerful of heart has a continual feast. A continual feast. Life is a banquet, friends. It's a banquet of the goodness of God. It's a banquet of the blessings of God. It's a banquet set before you. I've set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Don't be moved by the enemies that are around you. Come on up to the table. Come on to the table. Eat and drink and be merry. Laugh in the spirit and let the joy of the Lord strengthen you today. Hallelujah. Come on, laugh. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Woo! Come on, let's celebrate. The Holy Ghost has come. He's in this place. He's in you. He's on you. He's among you. Yeah. <coughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hey. Ha, 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 ha. Ho, 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 ho. He, he, he. Ho, ho, listen to this one. Ho, ho, he, he, hey, hey, Mr. Devil, get out of the way. Come on, do it. Ho, ho, ha, ha, he, he, Mr. Devil, get out of the way. All the days the afflicted are evil. Now we face affliction. We face tests. We face trials. But Psalm 34, 19 says this. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. 
But most people stop right there and say, yes, bless God, I'm afflicted. I've been afflicted since last decade. I'm so afflicted, I don't know what I'm going to do. You got to read the rest of the verse. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But you got to pay attention to the buts in the Bible. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Everyone say, but what does the Lord do? I said, what does the Lord do? He delivers us out of them all. Out of every little nasty affliction, deliverance belongs to the children of God. And as I was studying this, here's what I saw. How does the Lord deliver us out of them all? One way he does it is through his word. Jeremiah said that words were found and I did eat them and they were unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart for I am called by thy name, O Most High. Jesus said in one of the gospels, he said this, he said, these words have I spoken unto you that your joy might be full. But along with the word, he put the fruit of joy on the inside of you. Don't ignore this joy that lives on the inside of you. Cultivate this joy. Do some laughing. Do some dancing. Do some rejoicing. And not only that, you know the trial is coming. You know it's coming. You know. But he gave us a clue on what to do. He said, my brothers and sisters... Count it all joy, not if, but when you fall into divers, temptations, testings, and trials. There's no question that the temptation, the testings, and the trials are coming. The question is, is, will you be ready and in position to face them with the joy of the Lord? See, that word count is an accounting term, which means mark this down. The other is coming. But if you'll cultivate my joy, and if you'll let the joy of the Lord rise up within you, you'll be ready when they come. And I will deliver you out of, come on somebody, out of them all. Look at Job chapter 5 and verse 22. Come on, don't lose your joy. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Ah, glory. (laughs) Notice this. He he just told us right here, destruction's going to come. In some way, some form, the enemy is the enemy. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. That's destruction. So at destruction and at famine, thou shalt cry. Oh, many have there been the days... Where we had a deficit in the budget. And Brendan and I just looked at each other and laughed. Can you laugh the money in? I guess you can. Can you dance the money in? I guess you can. Because we're still here today. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed up begging for bread. But listen now. At destruction and famine. What are you going to do? Come on, five seconds of laughter. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Ha, ha, ha. Don't accept the enemy's lies. See, laughter denotes victory. And I believe what the Lord showed me is this. Even though those things come, we will not be overcome by them when we choose to rejoice in the midst of whatever famine we may be facing. No matter what the circumstance, you've got to remember that. It takes faith to laugh when you don't feel like laughing. It takes faith to walk by, by faith when you feel like walking by sight. It takes faith to get up in the morning when you'd rather stay in bed for three or four days. Come on, somebody. Last scripture. I'm going to ask the musicians to come if you would. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. I believe this is what the Lord is saying. There's new joy coming. It's new joy coming out of you this morning that brings breakthrough. Amen. If you're going through something, just shout your way through it. In John 16 and verse 33 in the Amplified, it says this. How many of you know that joy denotes victory? Laughter denotes victory. In John 16 verse 33, it says, I've told you these things so that in me you might have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you'll have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But, 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 be of what? Cheer is good. Be of good cheer. Take courage and be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of its power to hurt you. And I have conquered it for... Ha, ha, ha. So Paul, when he is in prison, what an example of a man of God who didn't... Paul was in prison, but he didn't let the prison in him. You may be in a bad situation, but you don't need to let that bad situation get in you. Here's what Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, and I believe he's writing it to me today and to you. In Philippians 4 and verse 4, it says, Rejoice in what? Rejoice in the Lord. How often? Always. Delight. Gladden yourselves in Him. Again, I say Listen, folks, may this Pentecostal Sunday be a launching pad for you and for me and for this church for greater dimensions of his presence, greater dimensions of his joy, even greater things ahead for all of us. Amen.